You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Cardinals hosting the Reds in a makeup game back from April 29th. Double bobblehead giveaway day. Carlos Martinez and Matt Carpenter. Brandon Finnegan on the hill for Cincinnati. Already 1-0 cards in the bottom half of the first. Jed Jerko at the dish. And he's about to walk his third unless he can get this pitch over to Jerko. And he does, and it's hammered. It is 3-0 St. Louis. He got every bit of that, driving it into the bleachers above the visitors' bullpen and left center field. Twelfth of the year for Jerko, and the Cardinals have put a three spot on the board here in the first inning. 3-1 Cardinals, bottom of the fourth. The pitch. And a ball hit in the left center. That's going to get down for a hit. Kivlahan will get it back in, but scoring from second is Paul DeYoung. Tommy Pham comes up with the RBI single. And the Cardinals lead back to three at 4-1 to here in the bottom of the fourth. 0-1 delivery with a runner going. Swung on, hit in the air towards center. Back goes Kivlahan. On the track, near the wall, that ball gone. Home run. Randall Gritchick with the monstrous home run here last night. It's a two-run homer here. Three-run inning. 6-1 Cardinals here in the fourth. Wondering about the pitching matchups with the Brewers coming into town beginning tomorrow night. That breaking ball is strike three call. We'll tell you about them later. Three out, three down. Middle of inning five. Cardinals in front 6-1 on the Cincinnati Bell Reds radio network. The pitch swung on and instead it's just a routine fly to right. And Piscotty is on to make the catch and the inning is over. Two hits, two left. 6-1 Cardinals on the Cincinnati Bell Reds radio network. Here's a pitch and that's a ground ball base hit to left. And it's 7-1. Hit batter, back-to-back hits, another run, and not a good day for Austin Bryce. The Cardinals win their second in a row, taking it 8-2. Yadier Molina extends his hitting streak to 12 games. Michael Waka the win, allowing one run in six frames, striking out five. Paul DeYoung finishes with three hits and a run scored. The Reds have dropped 14 of 16. The Reds fall yet again. Manager Brian Price spoke after. Um, I thought he was good. You know, we've seen him. You know, we've seen him really good. I thought he had good downward plane. He had velocity change up, that hard slider cutter thing he throws, occasional curveball. Um, we have a few guys in our lineup that hit him, um, but we weren't able to string anything together. But he, you know, he looks like he's healthy and as good as he's ever been at this point. Uh, if, if Finnegan's likely to miss his next start, would that make a DL stint likely, or would you guys? Well, if he has to miss a start, it's definitely a deal. Um, you know, we don't have, uh, we need, you know, we need some resources in the bullpen. And, you know, you can't, with our schedule, the way it lays out now, um, you know, we don't have any more days off to really wiggle around and try to, you know, maneuver the rotation. Um, so to give him, you know, give him maybe a couple extra days off or something like that so we don't have that flexibility. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see what the doctors say. We're not going to jump to conclusions. However, you know, usually when you have to remove a pitcher from a game due to injury, especially when it's an arm in- arm-related injury, uh, you're not optimistic that they're going to make their next start. 
So I would say it's, I uh, can't say it's not going to happen, but I would say it's less likely, and I'll know more tomorrow. Is there anyone down in AAA who would not be a candidate to come up and, and fill in for him if he misses a start? Uh, there is, in my opinion. There's some candidates that aren't, you know, but there's also some very good ones that are candidates, I, and I'll keep my opinions to myself, but, you know, we, uh, you know, we all formulate our own opinions based on what we get out of our game reports, and we got some guys that are much more favorable than others at this point in time from what we're reading and what we're seeing. Regardless of, of uh, how Brandon feels tomorrow, will you guys probably have to go get a fresh arm just to help the bullpen? Uh, it would make sense. Uh, it's, it's not as easy to do without a DL. You know, and we have uh, hopefully have Cozart coming off in the next few days, um, so we're already going to be looking for a roster spot there. But yeah, I think if if it's certainly, um, you know, this isn't something that we can sit and wait three or four or five days to see if it's, it's there's going to be recovery or whatever. We think we have to make a pretty quick decision on if the probability is Brandon will start again in his next spot, and if he's not, then we'll certainly would uh, go down and find somebody to help our bullpen. Brandon Finnegan takes the loss, allowing three runs in three frames. He talked to the media after. Trying to throw through it, thought I was just a little, you know, fatigued, but um, you know, that, that last pitch and just didn't feel right. And Mez knew something was going on, so um, they wanted to take me out just for precautionary reasons. But um, honestly, I think it's just really tight. Uh, I don't think it's anything too serious, uh, but we'll find out tomorrow. How did you first notice it? I got like halfway through the third. Um, I could feel it, just you know, wasn't didn't feel that way when it started the game or the second inning, and just. Didn't feel right, but um, you know, first came back. I definitely didn't want to come out like I did, but um, yeah. It's a completely different injury than yeah. the um, one. You know, nothing at all to what it was before. Um, didn't feel anything in any of my rehab starts either, so that's a thing that's even more frustrating because uh, all my rehab starts I felt great, and you know, came back and hope I was hoping to. You know, it was good, six good ones at least, and got taken short. I know you haven't been injured much, um, but you don't think it's of the serious nature as we I, stand I here right now? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I think it's just, you know, really, really tight, and, uh, you know, just just couldn't handle the, the, the workload right now. So uh, I think we'll, we'll find out tomorrow how serious it is and, uh, you know, praying for the best. Do you, do you think that you could make your next start? Yeah, I do. Uh, honestly, I think it's something we can we cut at the right time, hopefully, and it's just a little bit tightness, you know. They work it out in the training room and do the right exercises. I think I can make the next start. So um, hopefully, you know, we'll see what, what tomorrow says and uh, go from there. What was it preventing you from being able to do? I just couldn't get on top of many of my pitches, um, you know. I've, you know, it's just something that yeah, – Something in my rehab starts, I, would, I never had any trouble throwing strikes. And uh, today, from the get-go, I was just really anxious. I wasn't trying to overdo anything. I was just trying to throw strikes. And uh, I didn't do that in the first inning, but it got better as the game went on. And then there in the third, I just felt it. It wasn't, it wasn't a particular pitch. It just gradually you know, got worse. Uh, I think it was just telling me that I was really tight. And I'm hoping that's all it is. So uh, we'll find out tomorrow, though. Did the thought go through your mind, not again? Definitely. Um, you know, I was sitting on the bench after the third, and I could feel it just sitting there. I was like, I think it's just, you know, tired. I think it's just sore. And going out in the fifth inning, or the fourth inning, I was warming up, and I knew something wasn't right. And, you know, in my head, of course, it's going to cross your mind. It's not how you want to come back, especially just after, you know, missing two months. So, um, yeah, it sucks. 
Up next, the Reds begin a series at home against the Brewers on Tuesday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.